Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Amazing Space Podcast. My name is Alicia Mitchell, and I am so glad you're here. Whether you are a longtime friend or you are new to the podcast, I'm so glad you chose to join me today. I love a space of my own where creativity has room to breathe and reflections can speak louder than regrets and our relationships can truly grow. That's what Amazing Space is all about. I wanna invite you to take some time to connect to new ideas and feel comfort in knowing that you are not alone. Embrace gentle conversations for these very precious moments we have together. It's my hope that you can soon find your special space here each week as we open our arms to new insights and envelop our hearts to the sounds that inspire our soul. So come on in, grab your favorite drink, get comfortable, and let's talk. Well, when I moved to North Carolina, there were many things that I loved. And I'm learning over the past few months, there is one thing I do not. The allergies are pretty hardcore. I have been on and off, on and off, which is why my recordings have not been as consistent. But I'm thankful to be here today, and I'm looking forward to this time together. So let's jump right in. As I have been examining and re-examining a lot of things in my life, because I do that every now and then, I'm never exempt from looking at the way things are and wanting to do better. It can be really easy to look around and overlook the simple things. And for me, the beginning kept repeating in my mind, the beginning, where did this start? Now, last week we talked about starting over. And so today I want us to think about what that looks like. What is the beginning? What is the start? Think just for a moment about everything around you. Everything had to start somewhere. Your car, your home, your clothes, your shoes, and yes, ladies, even that fashionable handbag they all started quite differently from what we see or what appears to be the finished product. And so I think about the importance of this, the value that someone 
began something with you in mind. That is just really interesting to me. And it may be strange to think perhaps, but someone imagined a product or an item that would bring a customer or a consumer pleasure, enjoyment, without ever meeting you or without ever making a physical connection. There was a design with you in mind. There was a thought that was executed, bringing something into existence. And what we see on a shelf or maybe on a showroom floor. And maybe it's not something that really strikes you as interesting. But to me, I can't help but think about everything from the perspective of the beginning. And even though I can think of objects like furniture or things of that nature of all sorts and how spectacular the process of creating these specific things are. They are nowhere in comparison to the captivating reality of Genesis. All of Genesis, but Genesis 1 and 1. In the beginning... God created the heaven and the earth. And so we've been talking about creation. I feel like it is something that can get so easily overlooked, but yet it is so vital. I mean, it's all about how we began. We have opened the door to new levels of understanding just who we are. And although we can't ever come to full comprehension of this mystery in how God created us, and sometimes we probably ask why God created us, but there is comfort in knowing that he did so with you and I in mind. And so it's only the beginning. Day after day, I sit in my office, meeting with clients from all walks of life, all ages, all ethnicities, male and female. And I realize more and more the simple fact that people just don't understand creation. And what I mean by that is they don't understand the value of being created. In the last episode, I shared some more of my own insights of this reality. How we accumulate baggage from our past and we revisit places in our memory. We relive moments of disappointment, rejection, and maybe even our own failures. And we become so saturated with stuff full and overflowing. We, we end up suffocating our spiritual voice. It becomes silenced because the noise from those places drown out what we really should be listening to. 
Today, I have a very simple point that I want to make. In fact, three very simple words that I hope resonate with you. I hope it goes with you throughout your day. I hope it vividly presents itself in your decisions, in your thoughts, but through a very different perspective. So, each day, we live at the mercy of organisms one trillionth of our size. Now, hear me out. I'm going somewhere. A drop of water may contain as many bacteria as there are humans on earth. And bacteria, it enshrouds my body and your body. When we wash our hands, there are 5 million of them just from the folds of our skin. And isn't it amazing how the body can prepare every type of antibody required in our perilous world. And so where is this going? Well, I believe that these diverse cells in our bodies can teach us about much larger organisms, much larger creative beings, families, groups, communities, nations, especially about a community that is likened to a body more than 30 times in the New Testament. This network of people that I am speaking of are scattered all across the planet. And really, having little in common, some of them, other than their membership in the body that follows Jesus Christ. And so what am I saying? I am simply saying in the beginning. In the beginning, God did this. So, as I journey on, I want you to look at something with me. We have heard of the wineskin in the Bible. It speaks of it in the form of a parable in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. When you think of a wineskin, I doubt you your interest probably is minimal. I couldn't help but think of the process of making this finished product, right? And I couldn't help but compare our own lives. So you may look at a wineskin and it doesn't really seem valuable. There's not much there. And how much do we do that in real life? It becomes so easy to assume one's journey has been easier than another's or assume that there's not value there. 
we as humans can look at one another and even ourselves and make that very same judgment. And whether we're taking on opinions of others or we're worrying about what others think or whether we are the ones making the judgments, both acquire a taste that is bitter to the one who created us. So I want to take a moment and dig deep into the wineskin. You see, it started with the death of an animal. The wineskin comes from the raw material of goat. But you see, that goat had to die. Something had to die. After this, the skin is dried and it's colored. It's tanned with this vegetable extract, which comes from the shredded bark of pine trees or oak trees. There are times in our lives, different colors are added to our lives from broken places. Moments or times where we've been hurt, we've experienced loss. It is, in essence, turning us different colors. After this, there's a pattern created where the skin is cut to that shape. And how many times does he remind us that some things have to be cut? But just so we always know and we almost always remember that there is a pattern And so what is being cut away has to be cut away in this process. And so the edges have to be sewn. And so they're leaving this wineskin airtight. And after this process... It's turned inside out. And so for you and for me, a lot of times, feeling exposed. But God has a way. Because you see, even in the wineskin, this particular part of the process, being turned inside out, requires maximum expertise of the craftsman. Because he has to blow it and he has to inflate it and with the flick of a wrist, turn it on the rod. And so in your moments of vulnerability, when you feel completely exposed, know that there is purpose there. And in fact, 
only God can work in those moments in that process of your life. And once this is complete, the wineskin is ready for sealing on the inside. And you guessed it. The reason is heated. It's applied to the interior. And so it burns those sides together. And then it's allowed to cool. After there's a period of testing to make sure there are no leaks and that it's impermeable. When you feel like you have been cut, sewn, burned, turned inside out, my friend, know that you are simply in the hands of the master craftsman. Lastly, the cords are attached and the wineskin is ready for use. If you were to look at this finished product, you would most likely have no idea this process, the time, the planning, the preparation. But it is absolutely an amazing work of art. And if you haven't caught on by now, I'm trying to get in your mind the masterpiece that you are. If things such as wineskin, furniture, the list goes on and on. If there are such timely and intricate processes with such detail, in the material world of merchandise and commercial production of goods, you, my friend, are worth so much more. In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. And even after this, he was not satisfied. He wanted more. He wanted you. But that's not all. Yes, he created this wonderful work of art in each individual. But it was not without a purpose. You see, he created you for a relationship. He created you and me with a relationship in mind. The reason earth and animals and trees and, and the sea life was not enough is because he could not have a real, genuine, reciprocated relationship with them. And if you look at the pattern of life, most everything is built around relationship. You and I find others that we can build relationships with. It's no wonder we were created in his image and desire relationship. Because he did. It's no wonder people feel lost, forgotten, forsaken, and broken when people walk away or treat us poorly. Because he does.
There is nothing different in how he feels when we treat God as a second thought or a last resort. It doesn't take me by surprise that he placed such emphasis on those organisms in our body because they are the life. They are how we function. They are vital to relationship. The emphasis on family, community, and a unified church body because relationship is something he desires. It's what he wanted from the beginning. It's what he wants now. As he sits on his throne, I can imagine him in disbelief at the way we treat our brothers and sisters sometimes. And as he watches in confusion, I can imagine him thinking, if only I could have what you have the opportunity to have. Relationships with one another. I want you to remember in the beginning, God had you in mind. In the beginning, God had it all figured out. In the beginning, God was greater. He was not taken by surprise. And I want you to remember, in the beginning, God. And now, insert whatever it is that's heavy on your heart. Because not only is where you are today not your finished product, it was not an accident. There was always a plan. There is a pattern. So as I come to a close today, I'm asking you to look into your life and what you value most in relationships. Are you implementing those in a way that can be strengthening both spiritually, physically, and mentally. And so I have just a small exercise looking at these five areas of relationship in the top five areas of your life. So for example, your top five could look something like this. So one, God, two, spouse, three, children, four, could be parents or siblings, five, your close friend or friends. And of course, if you aren't married, if you don't have children, it'll look different. You could add other areas such as coworkers. But the five areas of relationship are one, communication. How often am I communicating And am I intentional? Do I make it priority? Number two is honesty and trust. Am I honest? Can I be honest? Do I feel safe? Do I trust 
Do I allow them to trust me? Number three, kindness and compassion. Do I take time to show this? Number four, emotional vulnerability. Number five, do I exemplify a willingness to forgive? And so I know this can seem extensive, but I truly challenge you to take note of these things, these relationships that are meaningful and examine what is priority. And I am right there with you. I promise in that things in my life need constant examining. I want to improve things that I need to improve. This is how we keep the main thing, the main thing. Look within to make those changes without. Thank you for taking time to be with me today. I hope you know how much I enjoy our time together. And until next time, love without reason, laugh without regret, and pray without ceasing.